0: You can't be sure it's not the flesh of the dead.
1: (laughs) I think that's a very harmless way of telling your partner
2: that you're cheating.
0: By the way, stop calling it cheersing. That's so annoying. It's toasting.
2: I need to know everything about this.
0: I see the value in putting a little magic in your life.
1: Wow. I've never, no, I've never heard of this. Oh boy.
2: Those are some spooky superstitions.
0: <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> We're playing Trick or Treat over here at the I Known podcast in honor of Halloween. For the month of October, our themes will revolve all around Halloween. But as always, remember, while we will give you three treats, one of our facts is a trick. This week, our quizmaster is me, Andy, with superstition. So I'll present you four superstitions from around the world. But one of those is entirely invented by me. So join our other hosts, Soups and Tanner, throw some salt over your shoulder and guess the fake superstition.
1: Aren't all superstitions fake?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Made up by someone at some point, I think. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, one of them is made up by me. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Or low-hanging fruit. Oh, yeah. So this is really pretty low-hanging. Okay. So in European tradition... How many years of bad luck will you have if you break a mirror?
2: Mm -hmm. It's the magic number, seven.
0: Yes. So especially Christian countries, seven is a very important number. And so seven years, bad luck. Do you know why, though? Okay. So with all superstitions, why is it's not really an important question or it's kind of a bit of a null question, but do you know kind of the history of breaking a mirror?
2: No. Were they expensive to make?
0: That's probably part of it. So it's related to cracks in general.
2: Oh, there's also a superstition about stepping on cracks. Yeah. Right. Could you fall through? I don't know.
0: So these kinds of cracks and fissures were kind of seen as their gateways to another world.
2: Oh, Uh, seriously?
0: Yeah. So you're letting spirits in. (gasps)
2: Oh, I guess with mirror too, it's more of like a portal. If It looks like a portal, right? Because you can
0: see yourself. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. So yeah, fairies are definitely going to come through there and they're not going to be pleased. Yeah,
0: or the other version of you on the other side of it oh, is going to no. come out and oh, take over no. your life. <laughs>
2: we're getting into the spooky stories version. Yeah, we're now. getting
0: spooky. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so superstitions generally fall into two categories. They're either something you do to cause good luck Or something you don't do in order to prevent bad luck.
1: Mm. Coming from India, superstitions are part and parcel of our culture. Like when a cat crosses the road, you got to stop. And I think religion plays a very, very Mm -hmm. big role in the creation of all of these superstitions, right? Because it basically stems from good and evil.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny you mentioned religion because I think a lot of superstitions, they're from paganism. They're mm-hmm. earlier than that. Mm-hmm. But I think like recognizing that, you know, the scientific method is important. Mm-hmm. And I believe in modern science, mm-hmm. but I do think there's something very human about wanting to connect patterns in the world. And I think in a lot of ways, like, yeah, superstition used to be science. Yeah. So I think a lot of these are based on that, where yeah. it's an early form of science. Right. Right. So I think on one hand, I don't necessarily think I'm superstitious in the fact that I think that these things are literal. They're 100 percent real. Mm-hmm. But I see their cultural value. I see the value in putting a little magic in your life.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of them are harmless. So yeah. it's OK to be a little stitious. Right. Not superstitious. <laughs> <waiting> <laughs> but I mean, seriously, like wearing a certain jersey every single week when your team plays, where's the harm in that?
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean and I'm happy to wait for 20 seconds when the black cat crosses my <laughs> yeah, heart, right. you know? Yeah. It doesn't harm anyone.
2: Yeah.
0: So, for fact number 1, we're going to stick close to our current home. We're talking about Slavic tradition. Yes. But more explicitly Russian tradition, so okay. not Polish. This is more a thing in Russia than in Poland, but it's a fairly Slavic tradition. So, superstition number 1, in Russia, never give your partner yellow flowers. Unless you want to break up.
2: Oh, no. Yellow flowers means the relationship is over? Yeah. What's wrong with yellow flowers? You know, I haven't heard of this one. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I wanted to talk a bit about flowers and flower giving because these are major symbols in a lot of cultures around the world. And there are a lot of rules. So do you know a flower giving tradition here? In this one is in Poland and it's a Slavic thing. Mm
2: -hmm. It's really important how many you give, right? Right. In America, you give a dozen roses. It's so romantic. Or if you can't afford that, a half dozen. (laughs) Both of those are even numbers. And so I'm pretty sure there's a Polish superstition that you can't give an even number of roses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So in Slavic tradition, never give an even number of flowers unless it is a funeral.
2: Right. So an
0: even number is for funerals. So you always give an odd number.
2: Try going to a florist and asking for a half dozen roses. (laughs) They'll throw in an extra.
0: Yeah. Not to mention that a dozen is not a thing in Polish. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But going back to yellow, this is more, more Russian, more Eastern Slavic. I couldn't figure out why. Okay, But a lot of people say Russian people are superstitious about yellow flowers. It is not romantic. Do not give it to your partner. Interesting. Yeah. So in the Victorian era in the UK, they kind of had this whole elaborate culture of meanings of flowers and that you could communicate using just flowers. And yellow roses, especially even today in not just Slavic, but all over Europe mean infidelity. Oh, no. So you give yellow roses (laughs) to your partner (laughs) to tell them that you have another partner.
1: I think that's a very (laughs) harmless way of telling your partner that you're cheating.
0: Yeah, give them flowers. Yeah, just give them. Especially yellow roses. Yeah, which is funny because in the U.S., a lot of people are like, "No, yellow roses are friendly friendship." Yeah, Yeah. but then I thought maybe that's kind of the same thing.
2: Oh, we're not lovers.
0: We're friends. Oh no.
2: (laughs) Okay.
0: <laughs> you can give your mom yellow flowers. Oh. But do not ever give your date yellow flowers. Huh. In fact, one very famous song in Russia is called, the translation is Yellow Tulips. Mm-hmm. And it's a famous breakup song. Uh. So this is kind of like, it's known that like, never yellow.
1: Okay. But only to your plus one. You can give yellow flowers to your friend, to your mom, to your sister.
0: As long as it's an odd number, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Now you have overlapping superstitions.
0: Unless I made all of that up. Yeah. All right. Superstition number two. In Turkey, never chew gum after dark because it turns into the flesh of the dead. Oh my God. <laughs> so, That's terrifying. <laughs> we have a recent episode about chewing gum. Soups, did you come across this? Superst- <laughs>
1: I read a lot about chewing gum, but mm, turkey didn't show up in my radar. So I'm really curious to learn more about this. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What? It turns into the flesh of the dead.
0: Well, I mean...
2: I need to know everything about this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Again, I could not find where this comes from. But yeah, the idea is that if it's dark, you can't see it. And if you're chewing something, you can't be sure it's not the flesh of the dead. (laughs)
2: Prove me wrong. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you're just walking on the street and suddenly you're chewing like somebody's flesh.
0: Yeah. Well, I thought of it as like Gremlins. Yeah. You know the movie Gremlins where like after midnight, it changes. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: So I think that maybe that's the yeah. idea that like all gum after dark turns into the flesh of the dead. That's I'm not exactly amazing. sure. I'm not going to speculate on the origins of this yeah. in their culture. But yeah.
2: That's amazing. Yeah. I, I mean,
1: as you're saying it, I was just imagining what a commercial for a chewing gum could be in
2: Turkey. (laughs) You know how to market it. There you go.
0: Yeah. I'm not from this culture. I can't say exactly like where the roots of it are from or anything or why. And I couldn't find anyone else's explanation. I mean, of course, people in Turkey know it's not literally the flesh of the dead.
2: Yeah. Specifically gum.
0: Gum. Yeah. Uh, One person, they said, it's a superstition. So it's more especially on an important night. Oh. So if you're going on a date or something then you definitely don't want to chew gum at night because you're inviting bad luck. Oh. Because if you're chewing a dead body, then definitely bad luck. (laughs) Yeah. So you want to make sure you aren't. Yeah. And just spit out your gum after the sun goes down. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Don't risk it. Don't even... Just don't risk it. Okay. Interesting. Wow. I've never... No.
1: I've never heard of this.
0: You didn't come across that one?
1: (laughs) It's very
2: interesting though.
0: Yeah. I mean, I picked it because... It's just so weird.
1: Yeah. Oh, you made it. Made it because it's so weird and creepy. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm, Maybe. All right. So now we are going to talk about a culture. Technically, this is from my country, but not my culture. Superstition number three. In the United States Navy, never toast with water or you'll die by drowning.
2: By drowning specifically? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or alternatively, the person you're toasting will die by drowning. Oh. Oh. But somebody will die by drowning.
2: Someone at the table, yeah.
1: I mean, it's kind of common if you're in the middle of the ocean. I mean, your chances of drowning but uh. in the water is much higher than, let's say, uh, no chewing gum. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah I mean I, I had the same thought where it was like you know if you if you think the superstitions are based on some amount of rational thought right of like cause and effect, and the us Navy is fairly new compared to like Turkish and Russian <laughs> culture <laughs> you know why would they come up with this pool well, that makes sense I am sure right. a lot of sailors in the u s Navy have drowned yeah mm-hmm. so I mean yeah,
1: but I also remember when I was in Italy, Italians were very, very particular about not Toasting with water.
0: Mm -hmm. So this is an especially Southern European tradition where you never toast with water. The difference is, and why I didn't pick those cultures, is because generally the bad luck you get is not exactly PG.
1: Oh, yeah, it's seven years of no coitus uh-huh.
0: or bad coitus. Yeah. Yes, you have <laughs> bad luck in the bedroom. Pretty yeah. sure
1: I have heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, and I I can confirm that Italians take it very very seriously.
0: <laughs> so there are a lot of superstitions around toasting. Yeah. I had never heard this even though, yeah. I mean, I'm from the US and I'm, I'm of European descent and I had never really heard a big deal about water. Yeah. And I found that a lot of etiquette guides in the U.S. said you should toast with anything you have. Yeah. That's better to toast with something than nothing.
2: See, that's what I'm familiar with. People have a lot of customs on drinking.
0: Yeah. So one thing I found about the water tradition and kind of where maybe this came from, which I know will interest Tanner and I hope it'll interest (laughs) our listeners and soups, is that it comes from ancient Greece. So in ancient Greece, their underworld, as you would have heard of from our episode on hell, which you should also listen to because it's spooky. It's kind of a crossover. It's hot and spooky. So the river Lethe is the river that the dead cross into the underworld. Mm -hmm. And it's called the river of forgetfulness because it's tradition that the dead drink a glass of the water and they forget their mortal life and they live a new life in the underworld. And so you would toast the dead with water. Because that's mm-hmm. what they're drinking. That's what you drink. So if you're toasting at a party oh, with no. water, right. you're like saying this person's gonna die.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: So I think that's where the idea came from. And then the US Navy, of course, where you know you're on a ship drowning is a yeah. major fear. Exactly. Yeah. You kind of apply that, I think.
2: Yeah. It's interesting.
0: By the way, stop calling it cheersing. That's so <laughs> annoying. It's toasting. All right. Last superstition. Okay. Superstition number four. In Japanese professional baseball, never cheer during the fourth inning unless you want your team to lose. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, that's like a clear and obvious sign of match fixing, isn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just about cheering.
2: You're right. That's so interesting. Wow. I'm guessing four is a bad luck number. Is it? Is yeah. it tied to that? Is it like in Chinese culture, too, where certain numbers symbolize death?
0: Yeah. So similar to in Chinese culture, in Japanese, the word for the number four sounds similar to the word for death. Yeah. Yeah. So in a lot of East Asian cultures, you'll see this. You'll see there's no fourth floor on buildings. It goes three to five, Mm -hmm. all kinds of things about avoiding the number four. Yeah. So in baseball, American and Japanese, there is at least nine innings. Yep. So in baseball in general, the home team bats. At the bottom of the inning. So every inning is split into two parts, three outs per team. So yeah, in Japanese professional baseball, which is called the Nippon Professional League, the fourth inning, home team fans won't cheer. And the bottom of the inning, when their team is batting, this is a bad luck.
2: Okay. So
0: it's kind of surreal when you watch this in videos because people will jump up and down, they'll look like they're cheering, but they won't yell, they won't cheer, they won't clap.
2: Oh, no. It's like it's on mute.
0: Yeah, it's very funny. Like, people are really into it, but they don't cheer out loud. But then there's this big thing that at the top of the fifth inning, everyone lets it go. Like an explosion of sound. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And, of course, the opposing team, their fans cheer during the fourth inning. Right, right. Yeah. (laughs) So this is kind of a more modern sports tradition. Yeah. Yeah. So in American baseball, there's the tradition of the seventh inning stretch. Yeah. So basically like the fifth inning in Japanese baseball is kind of like this because you let go after the fourth inning because you do not do anything during the fourth inning. I mean, I think it's interesting because we've talked a lot about the history and the culture and how deep superstitions go. And I think modern people tend to mock that idea. But then they also will wear the same dirty jersey every time their team plays. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can get behind these harmless superstitions. Right. right. That you just created a ritual around an activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But then at the same time, what is ritual? But to prevent bad luck or yeah. promote good luck. Yeah. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, isn't that all we're all trying to do. So, I mean, it's kind of the modern version if you don't think of these other cultural things as modern. Mm -hmm. So, my four superstitions, one of them is fake.
1: Could you please repeat all of those superstitions? All
0: right. Superstition number one. In Russia... Never give your partner yellow flowers unless you want to break up. Superstition number two. In Turkey, never chew gum after dark because it turns into the flesh of the dead. Superstition number three. In the United States Navy, never toast with water or you'll die by drowning. And superstition number four. In Japanese professional baseball, never cheer during the fourth inning unless you want your team to lose.
2: Oh boy. Those are some spooky superstitions.
0: <laughs> Halloween.
2: <laughs> they sound so real. Sounds so believable. One of them doesn't stand out. Your answers to the questions were so yeah. spot on.
1: I don't know. I spent a lot of time researching chewing gum. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard this. any. I don't know. I don't know. To me, that kind of stands out. Yeah. The other ones sound really, really believable. Yeah. And it's just the Turkey one yeah. definitely stands out. And yeah. this is my sort of line of thought. Sure. What, what are you thinking?
2: Yeah, that that, that makes sense. I'm thinking the, the Japanese one uh, adds up in my mind because I right. know that uh, East Asian cultures, especially the Far East, so... Chinese Japanese care a lot about these words like mm-hmm. for and death sounding similar. So that makes sense, but I also think the Navy one sounds like it could have been totally made up by her, you know, water drowning mm. It's kind of logical
1: um, no that's that's a very interesting line of yeah. thought but I yeah I'm, I'm still gonna stick to two
2: the Turkey one-hmm and I'm going with fact number three, the. US Navy.
0: All right, you guys have chosen which of my superstitions you think is a lie. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to disappoint both of you.
2: <gasps> we didn't knock on wood. We didn't prepare ourselves for this bad luck.
0: You really ought to have knocked on some wood or or some unpainted wood in uh, Polish culture. The lie is fact number four.
2: <gasps>
1: oh,
0: I entirely made up this. I know <laughs>
1: nothing about
2: <laughs> baseball and so I sort of, okay, that... It, you even made it fact number four. It wasn't only inning number four, it was fact. Oh, yeah. that is wow. a bad luck fact. Yeah. That is yeah. terrible.
0: Yeah, so my inspiration for this fake superstition was that in the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, the Japanese baseball team beat the U.S. baseball team for gold. Yeah, wow. And so I was thinking about this and I was like, I didn't have any Asian culture and that I knew in Japanese culture for the bad luck. And I was like, oh, well, every baseball game would have four innings. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's yeah. why I invented this. Wow,
2: wow.
1: That's, that's amazing. That's really well done. That, that is wow. impressive.
0: So that one's made up. The other ones are real.
2: Wow. You used a piece of their culture to make a whole new superstition.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Well, I should have known. Yeah,
2: I should have known.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the I Should Have Known podcast. We are continuing our Halloween themed month. But if you don't like this theme or you have a great idea for your own theme, depending on your tier of your pledge at Patreon, you can select a theme month. Or if that's a little out of your price range, you can get all kinds of little bonuses for as little as $1 a month to support the show and get some fun things for yourself. And as always, thanks for listening. This is going to be a to edit.